I probably told you to make a list of 50 things that you're going to teach and then make a video on all 50. That's the problem. What's the problem? I feel like I need a script for a video. I don't really do videos. And then I oh, just finished a finish content We're gonna do it right now. course. Sorry, put your, put your phone on camera mode. Put your phone on camera mode. Let's go. Okay, you ready? Turn it to selfie. Okay, are you ready? And you are going to teach me something that I need to teach my, my daughter right now. My daughter's two. Well, she's going to be two in March. But my daughter's about to be two. What do I need to teach her? And what? before you start talking, hit record. I need to ask a question. No, you don't have to ask a question. <laughs> teach? What should I teach? Give me something I can teach my daughter today. And hit record before I start talking. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So a lot of parents are against Play-Doh. You should teach your daughter to, one, make Play-Doh with you. Um, so that'll teach her you're working on your math skills, you're building her vocabulary, and then once the Play-Doh is done and it's cool for her to play with, um, she can start cutting to work on her scissor skills. Hold on, she how does Play-Doh teach math skills? Because you're measuring. You're using measurements when they're making a the Play-Doh. Yo, you know what's crazy? I stopped it. Should I stop it? Yo, you know I what's did. crazy? Hold on. I, I hope y'all saw that. Sorry. Look. When the camera's on, she's like, she's like just running through the points. Yeah. I asked one question. Yeah. She looked at me with like the death stare, like <laughs> because you have to measure. She like, yeah. It got, sorry. it got so serious. She said, because you have to measure. You have to measure the plate out. So tell me, tell me I, that. Do me a favor. Hit record, okay. but don't look at the camera. I want you to look at me. Just have a conversation with me. Okay. okay? <laughs> what is one thing I need to teach my daughter? So. All right. So we're here at Q&A. You've got questions. I've got a couple answers. If I don't have the answer, I'll just tell you I don't know that answer. But uh, who are you? What do you do? I'm Nayetta Holyfield with the Activity Playhouse. Um, to sum it up, I create engaging and fun educational activities for kids five and under mm, why five and under that's the age i feel like it's most neglected in my area like um we're in henry county and i moved there in 2021 and there was really nothing for them so um i started i created something for me and my kids and other parents and kids to participate in like there were no classes no art classes cooking classes like nothing for them and the parts they get bored after a while so Gotcha. From the point you, did you know, did you know that's what you wanted to teach when you had your first child or were you just kind of there one day like, dang, I'd rather they learn something than watch Elmo all day? No. So I was in the army when I had my first child and I just knew I wanted them to learn as much as they could. So my goals as a parent or when I became a parent was to make sure they see the world. So travel a lot and make sure they learn everything outside of the education system. Mm, gotcha. So where did we start? We just started doing different things. Like my oldest was really into science. So um, there's nothing, you know, there's very limited resources for kids at the age of like two to three to do science experiments. So I just started coming through Pinterest or just getting ideas going with him on what he wanted to learn. So we just started doing science experiments at home. I always have them in the ki kitchen trying to um, cook with me and engage in different things like that because gotcha. you're going to be an adult one day. So you need to know these things too. So so, so give me like one of the first activities you did. Like my, my wife did um, 
like sight words with uh, Sarai, like she knows her colors and she can count to um, she can count to 20 and, you know, things of that nature. So I can hold up a ball. She'll be like, oh, red, green, which is really, really cool. That's kind of some of the stuff you teach, right? But what was the first thing that you started teaching? Teaching, teaching to where I um, understood the behind the scenes of it as far as, like, how to develop those certain skills um, was actually with my second child. When she was two, I taught her how to mix colors. And I taught her how to mix her colors by making cupcakes. So I only use primary colors. So we started doing that. And the next time we made cupcakes, we mixed them. So we mixed one color. So she knew to do that red and blue would make her purple cupcakes. So that's how I built on it, doing oh, like wow. hands-on things and engaging. So if their hands are busy while they're learning and we're talking about it, they remember it. So once she got the purple down, we started doing more colors like that. Or we'll do like oblique. Anything we could make to mix colors, that's how it starts. Um, now I know what oblique means, but Reese might not. <laughs> so it's pretty much um, it's not slime, but it gives you that slime texture. But it's pretty much um, depending on how you make it. It's uh, cornstarch and um, water and a little bit of oil if you want to use it. Um, so it feels like a liquid, um, but then the texture turns into like a um, slime type texture. So okay. it's really cool for the kids, and it's really cool for kids like my non. Um, he was 10 months at the time, so he was starting to engage. That's my third child in the activities. And when we did oblique, he could do it because it's taste safe. So if he put it in his mouth by accident, it's okay. It's only, you know, it's only yeah, corn starch. Sure. Yeah, Definitely going to so. put it in his mouth, for sure. <laughs> right. It was all over him. Gotcha. Okay, so give me the business model and your pricing. So business model, can you elaborate a little bit for What do you sell to people? I sell classes. So um, my classes are toddler time. We do art time and family art time. Um, and from the morning meetup, I've learned that I've been selling myself short. So come January, our new term, um, we're raising our prices. I'm adding more. Where's your prices now? They were $15, 11 to $15 per class. How long are the classes? They're an hour. How many people were you having in the class? I only go up to eight, so it depended on the class. Sometimes I would have two people. Sometimes I would have eight, sometimes five. It just varied, but I don't go over eight because I like to keep my engagement, um, my ratio low so that I can keep my engagement high with the kids. Gotcha. So eight people, 30, 60, 90, so you can make a max of $120 per session. Yeah. Max. Okay. And... I think one of the challenges, right, is the fact that sometimes you have two and sometimes you have eight. Why is that? Yes. It depends on the timing. So that's what I've been working on as far as reaching out to the community to see what time works better for them. Um, Because when I initially started, I felt like it was a stay-at-home mom environment, but it's really not. Um, So most of the moms or parents are working. Um, Like some of the people that come to my class, they actually take off to bring their kids. So just trying to change my um, time. What time was it? So Wednesday's at 10 a.m., which I thought was a good time. Gotcha. um, After doing polls with the community, if I'm doing it in the mornings, Thursdays work better. Mm -hmm. And then Saturdays work better, which with three kids, my Saturdays were tied up. Yeah. Um, so just trying to work that into my new term. So Thursday January. at 10 a.m. and yes. Saturday at 10 a.m. No, no, Saturday from the poll results. Yep. Um, I 
kind of did a poll with 3,000 moms in the McDonough area. So from the poll results, Smart. Saturday at like 1 p.m. That works. <laughs> so so 3,000 moms said, hey, Saturday at 1 p.m. works. Not 3,000. I would say about 1,000 of them answered the poll. So 1,000 people said Saturday at 1 works, and you have yes. two between 2 and 8 people that show up. No, they just told me this. Like, I just went Oh, back. just now? Okay. Yes, yes, From yes, the I'm morning lead up to lunch. <laughs> yes. Well, I don't know if we talked that, yes. but you, you learned an idea for that, for sure. Um, yes. Okay, so um, here's one thing I will tell you for sure is um, you need to set a time that works for you, and the people who want this value will make it work for them. Okay. So if... If mornings work for you, and I don't know if, if, if morning was the best time for you or you're saying morning is the best, like, the best um, uh, time for your client, you need to decide what that is. If it's not good for you and it's better for your client, then um, that's a challenge because then you have to, like, restructure your life. Is 10 a.m. good for you? It is. So cool. that Wednesdays at 10 works perfect for me. Cool. Um, your class is Wednesday at 10. Okay. And here's what's really cool is there's more than eight stay-at-home moms in your area. Yeah. So we've got to reach the eight. So if we have the time, if we're catering to other people, because I, I would imagine, has there ever been a week where you didn't have anybody? Yes, today. To, oh, <laughs> thus you're here. Okay. Um, but um, if... It works sometimes, and sometimes it doesn't. So you have to find the people that it works for. You have a standing appointment. But if I were you, I wouldn't sell one class at a time. I would sell for the month. That's, and that's what I packaged up after you told me that. So, All right, let's do some quick math. The less your business spends on operations, on multiple systems, on delivering your product or service, the more margin you have and the more money you can keep. But with higher expenses on materials, employees, distribution, and borrowing, everything costs more. So to reduce costs and headache, smart businesses are graduating to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, HR into one platform and one source of truth. With NetSuite, you reduce IT costs because NetSuite lives in the cloud with no hardware required. Access from anywhere. You cut the cost of maintaining multiple systems because you've got one unified business management suite. It just makes sense. You improve efficiency by bringing all your major business processes into one platform, slashing manual tasks and errors. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. So do the math. See how you'll profit from NetSuite? I know you see it. Listen to me. If you have everything scattered in business, you cannot grow. And everything is more expensive when you have more and more processes layered on top of each other, more and more softwares. You got to get out of that. and it, it will improve efficiency and cut costs. By popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to NetSuite.com slash social proof. That's NetSuite.com slash social proof. NetSuite.com slash social proof. 
It's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. Noir. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR, wherever you get podcasts. Come on, man. We do this. We do this. So going into January, you get the four classes um, for the month, and How then much? we have the um, 100. Yes. So, <laughs> I listen. Yes, we can clap that up. Yes. <laughs> I listen. Um, I'm offering more, so I don't know how the bottom line would look um, at the end of. So we'll have four classes for the month. Um, March will be a little bit more. It's about five classes. Um, but the last class, I included a soft play um, time for the kids just to increase their gross motor because most of my classes work on the fine motor and social skills and things like that. So I wanted to, as I'm doing more, I add more. Um, and then our family art classes um, will be once a month. And then our little chef's class will be once a month. And then come March through May, instead of little chefs, we'll do art in a park because I tried that too. And the um, engagement was kind of weird. So I'm just, like you said, sticking to what works for me. And then I just need to really, really tell people about it because yes. a lot of moms, I didn't know about this. Good, good. So. And here's, here's how we do it. Not only just telling people about it, but you have to be teaching people about it. Not the class, not it being the class, but it being the, the skill that you're teaching. All right, listen, every single week, every episode, you hear me talking about the morningmeetup.com. It's the community. Let me show you what's happening here. Every single morning, Monday through Friday, there's 400 plus people on a Zoom call, right? We're learning, we're talking, we're growing together, and this is you. There's all these people here. It's all these people in the morning meetup. Hundreds of people reading books, growing. We get together quarterly. It's amazing. And for some reason, you just keep looking at, just go to themorningmeetup.com and get in the circle. And then you'll be like way happier. Just themorningmeetup.com. Let's get back to the episode. Yes. My wife sits home all day and watches YouTube videos of people that are doing stuff with their children. All day. She's like learning. How can I teach my kids at home? So if you start adding value to people that um, uh, you start adding value to people that aren't necessarily coming to the class, 
It starts to build a brand, which makes it a lot easier to sell. There will be people that will travel an hour to come to this class every day because it's it's their children. You don't want their kids to be dumb. I so I. I well, nobody wants their kids to be dumb, right? <laughs> I get that. Someone did. And there are, I mean, some dumb kids out here. <laughs> I mean, because I mean, the parent might, the parent might be like putting something in front of them to kind of just entertain them, but they're not learning anything. And what are the long term results to that? Lost would, in the world. Would I invest a hundred dollars a month so my kid's not dumb? Of course. But that's the sell. That's the sell. Not come to my class. It's come like save your it. child's brain. Okay. And you need to be the person that has the facts and figures and studies of um, how America is getting dumber. And what, yo, I was looking at a, um, it was a, a clip on Instagram, I think, where the, the, the TikTok in like China, I want to say. It's not the same TikTok as United States. Oh my gosh. It's way it's educational. They don't even show their kids that stuff. Their internet because they know the danger. different. Way different. And I'm oh my gosh, I'm like losing my daughter right now cuz every time she's on the phone, she's on her TikTok. And ever since I saw that commercial, I said <laughs> America. Goodness gracious. But it was so cool. I was, we went to dinner yesterday uh me and Corey and I was, you know, I got the receipt for the bill and I was taking a picture and I said, ooh, teachable moment. And I could teach her about taxes. And I started teaching her how this is like teaching her about a write-off. And I felt so good about it. And I was like, ooh, I need to intentionally teach her more stuff. Teach I got addicted everything to Everything you know. Like I let my son sign my receipt so that he's practicing writing his cursive because a lot of schools don't teach cursive mm. anymore. So he's like, why do I need to know this? So you can sign a check. I want you to be able to sign someone's check one day or just sign your own or you need to know how to write your signature. So different things like that is what we do. Like, Man. and he's probably tired of me, um, but <laughs> everything is yeah. a teachable moment. Everything. Man. So Dumb kids will be running our world in 40 years. <sighs> <laughs> Yo, if more people don't have this class, we have dumb children running our kid our world in forty years. I mean, so this is, yeah. but I'm, it, it's funny, but this is the importance because you have to paint a picture for people. You truly have That's to paint a picture for at. people. That's so this is what you're gonna do. You got your phone? I do. Okay, I need notes. Okay. Okay. Um, I don't know if I told you this on uh, the morning meetup, but you need a list of fifty things that you can teach. You did. I did. Did I you do it? No, not yet. I'm working on it. <laughs> You're working on what? The 50. <laughs> how many How many you got on the list now? I have like 10. You know why you have 10? <laughs> no, she's just not executing. Period. You're just, you're simply not executing. I'm telling, so out of, because I, if I told you that, I probably told you to make a list of 50 things that you're going to teach and then make a video on all 50. That's the problem. What's the problem? I feel like I need a script for a video. I don't really do videos. And then I oh, just finished your, finish your content We're gonna do it right now. course. Sorry, put your, put your phone on camera mode. Put your phone on camera mode. Let's go. Okay, you ready? Turn it to selfie. Okay, are you ready? And you are going to teach me something that I need to teach my, my daughter right now. My daughter's two. Well, she's going to be two in March. But my daughter's about to be two. What do I need to teach her? 
And before you start talking, hit record. I need to ask a question. No, you don't have to ask a question. <laughs> teach? What should I teach? Give me something I could teach my daughter today. And hit record before I start talking. Yes. <laughs> Absolutely. So, a lot of parents are against Play-Doh. You should teach your daughter to, one, make Play-Doh with you. Um, so, that'll teach her you're working on your math skills, you're building her vocabulary. And then once the Play-Doh is done and it's cool for her to play with, um, she can start cutting to work on her scissor skills. Hold on. She, how does Play-Doh teach math skills? Because you're measuring. You're using measurements when they're making a the Play-Doh. Yo, you know what's crazy? I stopped it. Should I stop it? Yo, you know I what's did. crazy? Hold on. I, I, I hope y'all saw that. Sorry. Look. When the camera's on, she's like, she's like just running through the points. Yeah. I asked one question. Yeah. She looked at me with like the death stare, like <laughs> because you have to measure. She like, yeah. I'm got, sorry. It got so serious. She said, because you have to measure. You have to measure the plate out. So tell me, tell me, that. do me a favor, hit record, okay. but don't look at the camera. I want you to look at me. Just have a conversation with me. Okay. okay? What is one thing I need to teach my daughter? So. I love Play-Doh and a lot of people don't like Play-Doh and I get why cuz the Play-Doh that you buy it gets in the carpet and Oh for sure. Like I had to move out of one of my army houses quick story and they had to come through with a black light. So I thought I was good. They came through with a black light and the floor lit up from the Play-Doh. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> so I like homemade Play-Doh. Mm -hmm. So I make Play-Doh with my kids all the time. It's not perfect. That's a science experiment. Sometimes it won't come out like you want it and sometimes it will. Um, but make Play-Doh with your kids. Um, once you make the Play-Doh, you're also teaching them boundaries and expectations because you're using hot water. So you're teaching them not to touch this, to let this cool. And mm. that's what you do, like your dance break. And then once the Play-Doh Dance is, break? Yes, you do your dance break. They have to work on their gross motor skills. What's so you the play, dance break? Well, you just play a song and you dance. You get silly. Like you play Gracie's Corners. Or my kids are into raining tacos right now. Or um, But Gracie Corners is a big one. Um, so you do your dance break while the Play-Doh is cooling off. I'm sorry, real quick. What is the importance of the dance break? Gross motor skills. And just to engage and have fun with your kids. Like mm -hmm. they love like seeing you smiling. They want to smile with you. Um, and just have that moment of connection with your kids. Mm, that's strong. Okay, keep going. <laughs> okay. Um, and so once the Play-Doh is cool, you um, can set up like a invitation to play. Or you all can just like do whatever. So when it's initially dry or initially cooled off, my kids like to just dive in and play with it. So I just let them play. Um, they work on their fine motor skills. They work on the muscles that help build their hands for writing. So it's like a pre-writing um, activity. And a lot with of people Play -Doh. with Play-Doh because you're building so many muscles with the rolling and the squishing. And it's also a good sensory thing. It helps calm them. So um, once you get past making it the first time, because I learned a lot of people have not made Play-Doh at home, you can add different scents to it to engage their sensories as well. So it helps calm them as they're playing with it and smelling a different sense. Um, and then like um, if you need to do like send an email, you need to jump on a call. You can store it for up to three months. So you just pull out the Play-Doh. You add different. You don't have to have scissors, and you don't have to buy all this stuff. You have your kitchen utensils. Mm -hmm. So you pull out a spatula. You pull out your, like, if you have, like, a um, potato smasher. If you have, um, like, a, a garlic uh, mincer, pull out those stuff for them to play with. Or even just a butter knife. They mm -hmm. will have the time of their life, and it usually lasts at least 45 minutes, if not more. Wow. Okay, yeah. stop recording. Give her a, that was good. <laughs> 
That was amazing. You know, it was, it was, yeah, oh, for sure. It was so cool because you just, you were just having a conversation with a parent versus making a video. So maybe your hack is um, uh, when you have one of those, uh, one of those parents drop off their kid, you set up the camera and you just tell them something about their kid. Okay. Hey, your kid is like really progressing. This is what I want you to do. Da, 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 and you record that because if you're looking at the camera, you're nervous. The whole game is in your head right now because you have the information. I do. But looking at the camera somehow makes you nervous. It does. But you have to figure out a hack around that. And your hack around that is not looking at the camera, simply not looking at the camera. So I thought about that from your um, content creator course because you talked about doing episodic content. Yes. So one of the things that I was thinking about was um, creating like a little uh, episodic thing to where it's the activity hotline where I am pretending to talk to a parent that's calling in and asking something like what you asked me. Like, that's good. I know. it's <laughs> Yeah. So that was one of the um, things that I was thinking about. But like you said, it's recording the content. Yeah. Um, to figure out how to get So it what out. I want you to do, because we're going to sit here, we're going to do an episode in a little bit, but what I want you to do is come up with the 50, like right now. Okay. I want you to like just sit there, sit there, create your 50, and you just got to start practicing. You got to start practicing um, with your husband. Okay. You can like, this is how you'll set it up with your husband. Hey, ask me questions. This is my goal. Just ask me questions because I'm a natural if I'm, I'm just talking. Is your husband like super involved in the teaching as well? Not necessarily. He yeah. gets it, but he's no offense to anyone. He's still that's a, dad, a good way to so. say no. That's what my wife would say. Like, no, he ain't involved in that. He come he's, home with that child. He's still a dad. So right, right. My, I know that my daughter knows like her colors and her limbs and stuff, like fingers, hands, hair, stuff like that. And then I just come and reinforce it. And I look cool. He's not gonna I make the really, play really though, cool but he'll pull it out. So. Yeah, for sure. I'll put it on Instagram. Like, what's your color? What's this color? She say red, and it seems like I'm teaching, but I'm not. But just just have your your husband involved. Saying, listen, I want to teach you something every day about what I'm teaching our child. Okay. And say, listen, babe, just ask me a question, any question, and I'll answer it. Just hold the camera up. This is just you were. I'm not. I'm not trying to get you to jump out of your comfort zone. I'm just trying to get you to manage your comfort zone, to be active, okay. to just work or right, work through the comfort There's some areas that I'm comfortable in and I'm not getting out of my comfort zone, but I have to figure out ways to get it done while I'm in my comfort zone. Okay. Make sense? It does. So, And eventually you'll be able to just turn on your camera. You'll have a good idea like, all right, I'm just going to do it. Or you'll be like showing your child doing something saying um smash it muddle it roll it and i don't know if that's just a just a kind of example (laughs) but if if they understand those words i'm telling you i'm bringing my daughter to learn for sure and other people will too but we got it we can't be afraid of our life-changing message okay okay all right cool so go i need my 50 by the end of this okay all right okay all right cool give a round of applause all right Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. 
But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.